treat her like a lady, and she'll treat you like a man. How you doing, folks? Are you treating your gal like a lady? I sure hope you are. Of course, if you're like me, you could always do better. Couldn't we all? Same with you, ladies. Treat him like a man. I certainly hope he treats you like a lady. That takes highest priority. A lot of couples out there nowadays, they, uh, they seem like they don't belong, really. You know, for instance, a couple that's together for 10 years and they're still boyfriend and girlfriend and in their mid-30s, not engaged, not married, whatever floats your boat, I guess, but if you were to ask me, they're just not that into each other or something. I mean, if you're going to be together that long, might as well get married. What do you have to protect? You have everything to lose. I don't know. Up to you. But by treating each other, like treating her like a lady and treating him like a man, that doesn't mean you never fight. I mean, it is good to be passionate about things and settle your disagreements. As long as you treat each other with respect. Words can cut like a knife. And they can sew wounds shut, too. I knew a couple, they never fought. Until their divorce, that is. They never fought until their divorce. There's a certain element of passion and communication that comes along with fighting. You know, it's it's healthy to every now and then get up in each other's shit about something. That's all I really got to say about marriage. Anyway, I was going to talk about tomatoes today. I kind of got this frickin' tomato thing going in my basement here. I'm a little unexperienced, and uh, feel free to yell into your earbuds all the corrective measures I should have taken as I explain to you as to what is going. But I do have a funny story about tomatoes. Kind of funny. Uh, last summer, I was doing a beer route for one of our awesome gentlemen at work. Uh, he was out for a while, so every Thursday I went on one of these beer delivery routes where you kind of go out in the middle of nowhere. And you're, uh, you're out in the, you're, it, it, it's a bunch of small towns. And there's this bar liquor store that I have a, that I had a key for. See, in Minnesota, I don't know where you're from, but in Minnesota, you cannot buy beer, wine, or liquor in anywhere but an off-sale liquor store. It has no groceries, it has no knickknacks or paddywhacks. That's all it is, and you get a liquor license from the city. It's illegal 
to sell any beer in a grocery store that is above 3.2% alcohol by weight. And of course, there is 3.2 beer in Minnesota. It's the last state at this point. And some gas stations and grocery stores have it. A very, very limited selection. But if you go into a liquor store or any type of store, it's it, there's a huge selection, and you you can buy whatever the hell you want. And it's but you can't get your eggs, milk, and liquor on the same receipt. It's just it's they won't let you do it. It's a state law. But anyway. I got this key to this liquor store, and I goes in there, it's about August, September, somewhere in there, and I go in there and I start wheeling the beer in, and, and we, as a beer distributor, we put the beer away when we take it to these places. That's just how we roll. We put it in the chutes, we rotate it, we put it away, and we make it look nicey-nice, we build displays, we do all this shit. So anyway. As I'm doing this, I'm putting a bunch of uh, stuff away in the six-pack cooler, and there are these cardboard things called beer flats. A beer flat is something on the bottom of the case of beer, like six-packs or 12-packs come in it, and it, it, the, the sides are only about two to two and a half inches deep. Sometimes they're even shallower than that. So they're kind of handy to have for carrying shit around or whatever, so you know, so you can see what you're carrying. So anyway, I'm out in Timbuktu putting this shit away, and I got my earbuds in, listening to a podcast or, you know, listening to some totally awesome '70s music. And all of a sudden, the bar manager, who I rarely know, uh, because bar managers usually close the bar down it's about 9 30 in the morning and they're not they are not in the situation yet they're they're not there they start around lunchtime and then they close the bar down around 10 and this gal you know they're some of these bar managers this particular one kind of a rougher gal which whatever no big deal. I mean, you kind of need that in a bar industry. You need somebody that'll kick somebody out or whatever. But anyway, she's kind of a rougher gal. And I'm sitting there. I'm breaking down my cardboard, this, that, and the other thing. Just tooling along, doing what I always do and have done all summer. And she comes up to me and takes this beer flat out of my hand and goes, What the fuck you doing? And I'm like, uh, what? Kind of gave her that look. We saved these beer flats. Harry Nelson needs them for his tomatoes. God damn it. And she walks away and puts the beer flat along with all the other beer flats that she has saved by the door, which I did not notice. There was no signage, no anything. Now, first, a few thoughts came to mind. The, the first thought was excuse me, my telepathy has seemed to be not working this morning. Uh, my telepathic abilities left the building. Uh, second thought, what the fuck is a da-meda? And my third thought was, 
Boy, how the fuck hung over are you, lady? <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Anyway, I told you that story to get into my Dameda talk today. And uh, we're, I'm, I planted these seeds in, I don't know if I did this right, okay? So anyway, I got all these tomato plants. I, I mean, a ton of them, a shit ton of them. And, and, and I put a few seeds in each hole, which I don't know if I should have done that. I maybe should have researched this a little more. But I got a couple seeds in each hole because, I mean, they're a real pain in the ass. I got big, callous, thick fingers. Well, not thick fingers, but calloused. You know, I mean, I can barely feel. My hands are so uh, uh, non-sensitive, we'll say. So anyway... You know, I put a few in each hole. They're growing like a son of a gun right now. I got them in the sunlight in downstairs. The sun hits this thing. I had a little plastic dome over them. And these these things are the only thing growing. These things and the Brussels sprouts and the cabbage are the only thing growing right now. The peppers, I have no idea what's going on. I'm thinking the soil temperature does not stay warm enough, long enough to germinate these seeds. It's plenty damp, maybe too damp, I don't know, but I'm not really getting a good soil temp out of it. Well, anyway, I got a bunch of larger containers that I think I'm going to be moving these tomatoes or tomatoes in for, like, I got like the you know, you go to the supermarket and you get a, I think it's a quart or a pint of cottage cheese. I don't know what measurement it is. But I got a bunch of the cottage cheese containers and I got a bunch of these plastic peanut butter containers because we get uh, refrigerated peanut butter. Anyway, I was thinking about throwing a few holes in the bottom of those, filling them with dirt. I got this awesome dirt in my compost pile, by the way. Thinking about filling them with that dirt and taking the tomatoes and putting them in that dirt and putting them in the sunlight. If you think I'm doing that wrong, please email me. I need the information. Because these these shoots that are coming up, I don't want them to run out of room and die. I really think we're going to capitalize on this tomato situation this year. Anyways, I was also thinking of doing that with the Brussels sprouts and the cabbage. Uh, I got a few coffee cans I might be able to do this with. I got a few uh, cottage cheese containers. Uh, I was also thinking of taking like a beer flat. You know, the beer flat that that lady ripped out of my hand and got violently pissed off while she was hung over and wanted to talk about Harry Nelson's tomatoes. Anyway, one of those beer flats nesting a little one inside of a big one and then moving the plants like the cabbage and the Brussels sprouts and shit like that into those, you know, getting several plants in each one. They'd be kind of easy to label, but when you water them, that cardboard might turn to shit, but maybe not turn so much to shit that it would really be that bad in that amount of time or the few weeks that it takes to do that. Because right now, it's gonna be the first of April or first weekend of April as I'm doing all this, and I will be planting these on the second or third weekend of May. So they'll be in there for like a month, month and a half. 
as I'm watching all this grow and transpire in the basement, in the sunlight. I may also be able to, if there is no risk of frost, put this shit out in like 80 degree weather if we get that and keep it nice and damp and just throw it out there for a day or so and let the sun really hit it and hammer it. These peppers I'm kind of worried about. I don't really know if I'm going to get those to grow. I mean, I've, I have nothing yet. And they've been in there for what, two and a half, three weeks now? I'm a little worried about that. But I heard peppers take a lot longer to, to germinate and actually shoot out of the ground. So anyway, if you got any advice on that, insta message me or email me i will talk to you about that later in the show so anyway a little bit of a garden thought there this is where i'm going with all this i'm still in the learning stages uh, uh another thing i'm in the learning stages of and i'm trying to research this a little bit is how to record a podcast while on a phone call with somebody because i've had some people coming forward that I'd like to interview on my podcast that are very, very talented homesteaders. So I'd like to talk to you. I just don't know how to do it yet uh, because the only podcast platform and the only way I know how to do it is from my cell phone. And I usually do it with my earbuds in. But if I could record a phone call, oh yeah, that'd be totally awesome. And then we could get some interviews going and bounce around some ideas and really give the good listeners of this podcast some value and, and uh, send them to school on some of the stuff, that, the information and intellectual property that you have and you're willing to share. So anyway, thinking about that too. Uh, anyway, I know this podcast didn't really go anywhere today. We talked about a story and then I talked about what I plan on doing and you guys were probably yelling at the podcast saying don't do that you're gonna do that wrong uh if if you did happen to yell into your phone please email me and send me uh the corrected measures if you would that is why i did this podcast to get more information from good people i youtube i i'm kind of been taking that with a grain of salt lately because I'm finding that there's some YouTubes that I know a lot of shit about that people are bullshitting about, uh, and I don't like it. Kind of like Pinterest. Have you ever been on Pinterest? Okay, so somebody on Pinterest will do this. They will take and make this absolutely panty dropper of a fucking table and build it out of construction lumber. Okay, like two by 12s or two by 10s, and they'll build this just gorgeous frickin' table and put it in their farmhouse and paint it and take pictures of it. Now this is like day of, day after it was built. Now I told my buddies one time, they wanted me to do this for them. They wanted me to help them build a table because I had all the tools and all that shit. And I said, we can do it, but I'm gonna tell ya, that table's gonna warp within the next couple months. So I'm gonna do my best to make sure it doesn't warp, but it's probably gonna warp. And they said, nope, nope, we want the table, we're gonna do it, we'll buy the materials, blah, 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 we're good. 
Well, I'll be goddamn, we built that table, and it was, it was a damn nice table. I, I was actually pretty proud of the work that we had gotten done on it. Uh, this lady and, and her husband and I had built it. It worked out well. But then they had this, I mean, and it was a giant freaking table. It was like 10 feet long and like 38 inches across. It was freaking huge. And the legs were removable. And it was, it was just a really damn nice table. Anyway, so these people used to host a lot of really big dinner parties. And that's why they wanted the big table. And they got her done. It looked nice. But goddammit, by the time they had their next dinner party, that sucker was warped a little bit. Which, in your farmhouse design, some people really like gouges and warps and uh, little uh, mistakes. You know, stuff like that. Which, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But I did warn them, and sometimes on Pinterest, people show you a picture the day after it's done, they don't show you six months down the road how fucked up it is after that. So keep in mind, you might want to do a little research or talk to a building professional when you do stuff like this or see stuff on Pinterest. Um, I, I see people all the time building chicken coops, quail coops, which... You can build whatever you want. Seriously, a cardboard box is good enough for most of this shit. But they're talking about how awesome it is when really it's not that awesome. Um, just, just a fair warning. Anyway, I wanted to give you guys fair warning on some of this stuff. Anyway, that's all I really got for today. Uh, if you want to connect, Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Also, Instagram. I'd love to hear you on Instagram. Uh, been getting a few bouncing around a couple uh, Insta messages lately. I appreciate you folks. And beautiful pictures, by the way. I, uh, I always comment on this. Uh, kind of proud that, I'm, that I really suck at this Instagram thing. I'm just not into it. I like looking at your stuff. I like messaging a little bit. But I don't sit on there for hours and hours flipping through shit. Because uh, I'm busy. So if I didn't see what you had and I didn't like what you had and I didn't comment on it, I apologize. But uh, I'm not on there that much. If you want to really get direct email or instant message, uh, then we will definitely connect. Uh, as far as those plants go, please give me the scoop if you need to. Um, like I said, our last frost date is between May 1st and 10th. So I kind of want to be after that. I don't really feel like blanketing my, my, my goods. Uh, talk to you later. Uh, God bless you, and thank you all for listening today. Anyway, have a good one.